But there are also no studies that indicate that essential oils worsen autoimmune disease. I am Cheryl Witten, and this is The Aromatherapist, where we discover the superpower of plants. This episode is brought to you by the brand new ebook, Diffusing for Beginners. I created this ebook because there's so much confusion around aromatherapy and diffusing, and so much discussion and so much debating about what is safe. This ebook breaks down the mechanism of smell, the real dangers in your home from synthetic scents, and explains how aromatherapy can actually transform your home and space into a clean and natural haven. Discover the safety considerations around certain conditions like epilepsy, asthma, children, how to diffuse around pets, and more. Experiment with 48 different all-season diffuser blends. Diffusing for Beginners is available now on Kindle. You might have heard on the internet that if you have an autoimmune disease, you shouldn't use essential oils because they stimulate the immune system. But this isn't necessarily valid and As per usual, the internet doesn't always get it right. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about how essential oils affect your immune system. So we actually don't know a whole lot about how they impact the immune system, but we are learning. We have done research and we have seen that they can be immunomodulatory. So immunomodulation is the action of increasing response in the immune system where there are deficiencies or suppressing the system, usually in the case of allergies, autoimmune disease, or organ transplant. So the goal in suppression is to weaken the immune system. So anyone who has an autoimmune disease is probably familiar with this goal. Often, patients are given from their doctor steroids that suppress the immune system, and the goal is to weaken it and to stop it during a flare so that it stops attacking its own tissues. In these cases, the immune system is working overtime, right? In autoimmune disease, it's attacking its own tissues. In organ transplant, these patients are on lifelong medications in order for the body to not reject the organ, the immune system not to attack that organ and cause it to fail. And in the case of allergies, the immune system is having a misguided reaction or hypersensitivity to something that is generally a harmless substance. So what we see with essential oils is that they can do both things and that their constituents on their own can also do both things. So they can both augment or increase the activity in the immune system or they can also suppress parts of the immune system. So eucalyptus, for example. Eucalyptus oil can activate the innate immune system. The innate immune system is the immune system we have from birth. It's the built-in immune protection we have from birth. The adaptive immune system or the acquired immune system is the protection and the immune system we develop after having certain diseases. So the adaptive immune system is specific and the innate immune system is nonspecific. So the adaptive immune system pertains to things like vaccinations where you purposely give the body an antigen, which is part of the pathogen that it can produce an antibody and remember it so that the next time it encounters that pathogen, it remembers what to do and quickly and aggressively mounts an attack on that specific pathogen. Whereas the the innate immune system actually involves 
you know, the physical barriers like the skin, as well as some general responses like inflammation and as well as other parts of the body like mucus and cilia, different things that will work to try and clear out pathogens. And it is looking for and identifying cells that are not working properly or that are invading, invading microorganisms or pathogens or cells like cancerous cells that are seem to have changed. Something isn't right about them and it will signal and attempt to eliminate that problem. So eucalyptus here increases phagocytic activity and pathogen clearance from the body. So that is part of the innate immune system, the phagocytic activity. So it increases pathogen clearance from the body. But it also is able to reduce pro-inflammatory cytokines. So these are signaling molecules that come from immune cells. And this molecule encourages inflammation. And inflammation is a key part of disease. It's, it's really the start of many diseases. And so this action was seen both with the whole essential oil. So, so all of an eucalyptus essential oil that was not isolated, but also with the main constituent 1-8-sineol, which was isolated and studied on its own. So this is really important and we'll touch on it in a little bit about why that's important. Regarding the immune system, essential oils are also known to prime T cells. And this is, creates an immune response. And we've talked about this before. And this is a form of allergic response to an essential oil. So essential oils don't have a typical, usually allergic response in that they don't have proteins necessarily in them that are going to create a response the same way you might when have a response when you inhale pollen, for example. It's not the same type of allergy, but Essential oils can bind to proteins in the skin, which create a prehaptin complex, which then can prime the T cells as part of your immune system, immune system and create an allergic response. So that's working at your immune level. The main antidote to this, to stopping this, is to diluting essential oils. It's why aromatherapists call for that because it redu reduces the risk of developing that allergic response or that immune response. But we also use essential oils to reduce allergies at the immune level. So it's one of those, we, this happens, but we also, this can also happen. Lavender, for example, inhibited IgE or immunoglobulin E response and release of histamines. So IgE are antibodies that are produced in response to an allergen. So this is the typical food allergen environmental allergen, venom, for example, from a bee, for example, this is the typical process of an allergy. Lavender was shown that it can actually inhibit that response and inhibit the release of histamine. So the antibodies are produced in response to an allergen and then they attach to a mast cell and then they release histamines, which usually causes allergic symptoms. So typically during allergy season, for example, people who have allergies take antihistamines to reduce those symptoms. So lavender oil was shown to stop that antibody response in research and stop that release of histamines. And so there are actually a few other constituents as well, like citronellol and limonene that also have similar effects. And I'm going to put all of those references down in the show notes so you can go and look this up for yourself. Also, peppermint and spearmint essential oils, as well as constituents, thymol and carvacrol, also show that they reduce those pro-inflammatory cytokines. Again, so those 
molecules that come from immune cells that encourage inflammation in the body. And so they also have this inhibitory effects. So the research shows us that essential oils can do both. They can increase activity, but they can also suppress activity. So some of the conclusions from the research is that this has contributed to the whole essential oil, but often the effects are greater for specific constituents. So for example, when they isolate menthol from peppermint, the effects are greater for menthol on its own than peppermint as a whole. The oil as a whole has effects, but what this says is that this oil has a synergistic effect and it can also work as an antagonist. So it can either donate to or stop pharmacological properties. So it can either induce a, an activity, a property, a benefit, an action, or it can stop it. So what this means is that there's no definitive way it, it will work. It can do both things. Essential oils are also heterogeneous meaning that they have multiple actions, and this is due to the multitude of constituents and the synergistic way that they work. But they're also adaptogenic, meaning that they will work differently in each person. So because of the multitude of constituents and the complexity in the way that they work, then the way that it interacts with each person's system may be different. So there's no really definitive way that it works. So this idea that people with autoimmune disease should not use essential oils might be attributed to safety information that has been reported by some experts. And the comment here was that lavender might not be appropriate for people with MS, multiple sclerosis, based on lavender's ability to increase certain immune cells. So this information went a little haywire on the internet as it tends to do. The follow-up this person has given is that all of that information is theoretical. We don't actually know. It's possible that it might happen, but it isn't definitive. Those specific immune cells he was discussing are typically high in people with MS, but sometimes they're also low. Sometimes they fluctuate. And none of the research was actually tested on any patient who has MS. Most of the research, and most of the immune research we have as well, in general, was done in vitro, so in a petri dish, or in animal studies, and so it is not definitive. So we don't actually know how essential oils might impact autoimmune disease. But there are also no studies that indicate that essential oils worsen autoimmune disease. So the question is, if you have an autoimmune disease, should you use essential oils? The answer is that you can if you choose to. My approach around autoimmune disease is really about symptom management and stress reduction. And here's why. The role of stress in the immune system is very important. Stress releases cortisol in the body. And in the short term, cortisol actually does important things. But elevated levels over time have profound effects. And short term... Acute stress appears to have positive effects on the immune system. Chronic long-term stress have a negative effect on the immune system. The more stress there is, the more immunosuppression occurs, which means that people who have long-term stress tend to get sicker more often and have slower wound healing, among other things. 
but also for autoimmune disease, stress enhances the risk of developing autoimmune disease. People with autoimmune disease also have difficulty downregulating the immune system, meaning that they have difficulty suppressing a response after being exposed to stressors. This leads to the immune system being activated, which leads to exacerbation of disease, which creates more stress in the body. So it's a vicious cycle. So stress leads to more stress. And people who have autoimmune disease, myself included, anecdotally, we know that when we're stressed, our symptoms get worse. And so that is why I like to look at stress management as a key component of using aromatherapy in these areas. So aromatherapy is a great complementary therapy for this and for reducing the impact of stress in the body. Simply inhaling essential oils, as we've said before, can reduce cortisol levels in the body. And it also works through the brain and the psychological mechanism. So this is why focusing on these essential oils in this way might be more beneficial. So looking at, looking at symptoms like pain reduction, difficulty sleeping, irritability, mood dysregulation, stress reduction. You know, these types of things can improve the quality of life when you look at reducing these types of symptoms and potentially have a positive effect. So my focus is to use gentle doses. Use low dilution blends or low dilution, meaning more carrier oil, less essential oil, appropriate for the concern you're looking at. Use essential oils that are specific to pain, for example, or specific to insomnia, for example. And then also because the philosophy behind aromatherapy is all about holistic health and holism, looking at all areas of your life and how that's influencing where you are in your condition, in your health, look at reducing stress. So look at the areas that need to have, where you need to say no, where you need to put up some boundaries, where you need to offload some of your responsibilities, but also looking at ways to reduce the impact of stress in the body. So these can be done with essential oils like lavender, orange, bergamot, neroli, vetiver, valerian. These are essential oils that we know and see in research that impact cortisol levels, they impact the way the brain works, they're shown to help with mood, and the nervous system as well. Focus on getting good sleep. Focus on good diet. And in terms of autoimmune disease specifically, diet and lifestyle factors are going to be very profound ways that you can shift how you respond and how you manage. So find someone who can help you in these areas to have holistic health. These are gonna be extremely important. So overall, the best advice here is that in these cases, just really don't get lost in the research. We just, we don't actually know. There's no research that says that essential oils worsen autoimmune disease. And essential oils, aromatherapy can have a really great effect as a complementary therapy for symptom management. Can have an overall good effect and a positive effect on how you manage and cope in your life so that maybe you can reduce exacerbation. Because essential oils are adaptogenic, how it affects you will not be the same way it affects someone else. There's no definitive answers here. So overall, focus on symptom management, 
stress reduction in life and reducing the impact, the physical impacts of stress in your body and use gentle doses. You might find you need to use an essential oil a little bit longer because this is a chronic situation and therefore we need to go slow and start with low amounts. We don't want to be revving the body that's already stressed into max gear. That's not a good idea. And the final piece of this whole thing is to remember that aromatherapy is not a medical treatment. These are complementary therapies along with, say, things like massage that can have a beneficial impact on quality of life, on how your body responds, on reducing the impacts of stress in your body. It's not a medical treatment, but it is definitely something that can interact with medications, can interact with what you're doing, and so you do need to speak to somebody who is qualified to guide you in these areas. But to answer your question, if you have an autoimmune disease, can you use essential oils? Absolutely. You can use essential oils if you choose to. All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe, rate, and review this show. For show notes and more information on essential oils, please visit LiveLoveLemon.com forward slash podcast. And we love to know what you're up to and how you're using your essential oils. So head over to Instagram and find us at the Aromatherapist Podcast. Obligatory disclaimer. My name is Cheryl Witten, in this podcast and I am your aromatherapist. Only. It is not a replacement for medical advice or for professional aromatherapy consultation. If you need medical care, please visit your physician. Speak to your primary care provider, pharmacist, and a qualified aromatherapist before commencing any programs.